All right, we'll get started here. Um, thanks for tuning into the podcast. I'm your host, Andres. Uh, today we'll be doing something a little bit different. I'm uh, streaming live on Facebook and Instagram, as well as recording for uh, the podcast. So uh, it may sound a little different. Uh, maybe making comments that sound a little odd if you've tuned into other podcasts. But um, we just want to see what... You know where everyone tunes in and where everyone gets the most information so we'll be trying a few things here in the coming weeks just to see what what happens so uh thanks for tuning into the podcast i'm your host andres uh, and like always today's podcast is brought to you by cafe tres estrellas cafe tres estrellas is a small batch craft coffee roaster that specializes in fair trade organic coffee if you need yourself a good cup of coffee coffee visit them at cafe tres estrellas.com um so i'm here drinking out of my uh, cup, my CTE cup, so we can get on with the show here. Um, so I have a couple of topics to cover. Um, one. Uh, in the line of things that we've been speaking about in the previous podcasts, um, one that I'm bringing in from another podcast that I uh, publish, uh, more of a fitness podcast, and just a few things that I've read today that I thought were of interest um, along the lines of what this podcast is all about. Um, so I read a quote today, um, and the name of the person who um, who wrote it escapes me. I'll put it in the show notes when I publish the podcast. Uh, it's from a Stoicism uh, website and it says, uh, comfort is the worst kind of slavery because you're always afraid that something or someone is going to take it away. Um, so that means, in my opinion, that means that, you know, uh, if you get comfortable, you'll be afraid to try new things because you're going to be afraid that... Um, Something's going to happen to your your comfort level or where you're, where you're at because you're going to make a mistake or something new is going to take its place or you're going to do something wrong and it's going to get taken away. So you'll be afraid to try new things and you'll be, you'll be a slave to uh, the comfort level that you're at right now. Um, and as we all know, as we've, we've been speaking about, that's dangerous and most of the time that... Um, you know, whatever you're thinking about, whatever prison you're putting yourself in really isn't um, really isn't going to happen. You know, you'll be able to recover from it um, and be a better person on the other end. So let's keep that in mind. So today's main topic is going to be um, attending a conference. Um, so, you know, uh, I've attended the Mr. Olympia. Uh, there's also uh, the Arnold Classic that happens in... Uh, Columbus, Ohio, uh, every year, and it's a bodybuilding competition along with a lot of other um, athletics, uh, athletic sports that get together. Um, you know, weightlifting and bodybuilding and powerlifting and judo and BJJ. Um, so they get together every year and they have um, a conference. And uh, I also visited, visited Coffee Fest this year in Anaheim, or last year in Anaheim, 2016, um, which is a gathering of coffee 
professionals um, from baristas to green coffee buyers to people who will uh, sell you, you know, the all the peripheral items needed to roast and sell coffee. So whatever you, um, whatever you do, whatever you're into, whatever you're doing to improve your, your, um, you know, your abilities or um, your, you know, self-confidence or self-esteem, there's a probably going to be a conference associated with that. So uh, attending a conference is a, way, a great way to improve yourself. Uh, and, and here are a few reasons why, uh, in my opinion, of course. Number one, uh, you'll be around like-minded people. You'd be amazed how big you'd be amazed how big the scrapbooking community is. Um, and knowing that you're part of a big group is a great confidence booster and it'll, you know a great motivator to keep you going in whatever you're you're trying to improve. Um, getting to know people that have the same interest as you. Um, can not only serve as motivation, but it can also help you increase your knowledge of the subject that you're trying to uh, trying to learn. And you know, once you go to the conference and you you know it's it's time to leave. Social media social media is a great way to stay in touch with everyone you meet, um, so that you can continue you continue your relationship with them after the conference is over, and you'll you know be able to keep that dialogue going after. Uh, you go home, right? Uh, you can learn a lot more by going to conferences. And so, yeah. When I attended Coffee Fest 2016, I was amazed at the variety of classes offered uh, all in one place, right? From roasting to barista training, uh, you can increase your, lo- your knowledge in any area of the field of your field of interest. Uh, and what's better is that the teachers are experts in the field that they're, that they're teaching of. Um, you'll probably learn about something pertaining to the area of interest that you didn't know even existed. So when I attended Coffee Fest, you know, they give you the brochure at the beginning of the conference, um, and, and it is the list of classes that, that are offered, and some are free and some are paid. Um, but there's, you know, there was dealing with, with uh, farmers and how to improve the lives of farmers, how to help them when you're, you're buying your coffee. Um, there's... Um, um, you know how to roast and how to how to check your roasting and how to fix your roaster and so you know whatever subject that pertains to that um, field of interest. Uh, if you go to a conference, there's probably going to be a class offered to help you increase your knowledge on um, on that subject. And you know the third is probably the icing on the cake. You know most of these conferences are held in. Uh, tourist uh, locations so you can get a a mini vacation out of them right Um, and getting out of town and being totally immersed in the culture of what you're trying to learn is a great way to stay motivated Um, also being out of town away from the hustle and bustle is a great time to reflect on the changes you're making in your life so you're able to remove yourself from whatever situation you're in and totally focus on what you're trying to improve right that is um a great way to take inventory in what you've done, what you need to do, and um, being around people who enjoy the same things that you do in, in that you know in that conference is um, you know it's great for your for your mental um, uh, clarity or mental you know your self esteem, right? So you can see that conferences aren't only for salespeople. Uh, with a little research, you probably find one in whatever you're interested in. 
there's a community of people out there that with the same interests just waiting to help you make a positive change in your life. Um, so, you know, you can hop on, hop online, type in whatever interest you're, you're trying to improve, and you'll probably find a conference somewhere in the world uh, with like-minded people that you can go and hang out with. And, um, you know, it'll make you a better person in the end, right? And uh, our next subject uh, comes from our, my other um, field of interest, right? So this is the CTE podcast is primarily a self-help, self-improvement podcast. Um, and along those same lines, my other um, website, bwbarbell.com, is um, my training log for powerlifting and it's also um, a place where I upload uh, tips and information on fitness and improving your your well-being and um, I posted this podcast on there but um, because of the subject matter I think it pertains here as well right so the the question was um, what time of day is the best uh, time of day to work out so many people have spent countless hours compiling data um, on when you get the most benefit from your workout. It seems like uh, there's an advocate for any time of day, right? So you can find um, research that supports, you know, morning, afternoon, or evening workouts. It all depends on, you know, what paper you read. Uh, working out in the morning, afternoon, or evening all have their pros and cons. So let's take a look. At each of them, right? So, um, if you work out in the morning, uh, it's a great way to start your day, right? You get to see your day started off on the right foot. You get a good workout in uh, first thing in the morning, and you feel invigorated for the rest of the day. Um, you know, the other side of the same coin is, you know, it is early in the morning. You know, I've worked out at five thirty in the morning, and it's a, sometimes it's a little hard to get going. You know, I have to drink, you know, coffee or or take a pre workout sometimes just to get to get motivated and get going. Um, so you know, it's kind of a a double edged sword, I guess. Um, some people work out in in the afternoon or at lunchtime. Um, so you know that that fits right into your day, right? You don't have to make any special arrangements or um, schedule. Uh, extra time and take time away from something else you know it's your lunch is an uh, automatic break for most people and you most people have an hour lunch right so that pretty much gives you that much time to work out every every work day right the con is you know the bad part is that it's it's only an hour right and having to commute to and from the gym change and shower right that takes time away from your uh, your workout right some people like to work out after work, right? So you're, you're already out of the house. And some people find it difficult to make it home after work and then leave the house again to go work out. Uh, this way, you're already out of the house. And if you go straight to the gym, you know, you, you don't have, you won't have be tempted to use that as, as an excuse, right? Uh, on the other side, a lot of people have the same idea. So that time, you know, 3 to 7 p.m. in the gym is, is pretty much the busiest time um, at the gym, right? Everyone has the same idea. I don't want to go home. I'm going to go straight after work. Um, so there's a lot of people there at that time. And, and in the evening, right now what I'm doing is I'm going after everyone goes to sleep, 
right? So, you know, the kids' bedtime is at 8. We get them put to bed. So by about 9 o'clock in the evening, I'm out the door heading to the gym. And at that time, the gym, the gym isn't crowded because everyone's winding down for the day and going to sleep. Right, so you know, it's I get there and you know, there's two or three people there at the gym, so I have free reign. And then the same thing goes for the morning as well. When I worked out in the morning, there wasn't really a lot of people there, so fighting for equipment, especially the gym that I go to, is um, it's, it's not a, a global gym. It's it's a hardcore gym. I would consider it a hardcore gym because it, it in my opinion, it really isn't inviting to the um, you know person that would frequent you know, um, Planet Fitness or Bally's or something like that, right? So on the con side, you might have to stay up late, right? Sometimes I don't get home until right before midnight. So depending on how much rest you need, getting up in the morning might be a little difficult. So you have to consider um, how much time do I need to work out? And, um, you know, is it, you know, how late can I get to the gym and still be able to have a, to rest and have a good day the next day, right? In my opinion, the best time to work out is whatever time fits into your schedule, right? If I had my way, I would work out in the morning and then again right after work, right? Arnold Schwarzenegger and Ronnie Coleman did it, right? So why wouldn't that be? You can make arguments on uh, why that was best for them, but you know why wouldn't that be good enough for me, right? Um. But for now, I'm only able to work out in the evening because my wife started working out again. And she has to work out in the morning before I go to work. Um, because, you know, if the babies, the kids need tending to and they wake up, you know, that way she doesn't get her workout interrupted. Um, plus, you know, why would I argue with my wife if she wants to start working out again, right? Um, you know, like I said, before I, the, my evening workouts, um, I went in at 5.30 in the morning. So, you know... It really doesn't matter. It all depends. You know, I, I'm, I'm fitting my workout into my day, right? So that I can get it in, right? That's the most important thing is just to get it in, right? 80% of people that start working out don't need to worry about the optimal time to train. Once you get out of that 80%, right? Once you're an advanced lifter, once you've been lifting consistently for a number of years, right? Once you've almost reached your gen genetic potential, right? Then the small t details like workout time and meal timing, et cetera, might give you a small edge over others. Until then, focus on being consistent in the gym and in the kitchen, right? So, you know, work out when you, when you have time, when you're motivated. Uh, just make sure you get your workout in, right? And that's the most important thing. So that's the show for this week. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments or questions on the things I spoke about today, please leave them in the comments. Uh, if you have any questions about the show or our sponsor, um, you can contact me at... Um, at the andres.thectepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next time.